one knows how to play poker. 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 But do you know how to play poker well? Well, get ready to talk poker strategy with the people who run the games. Hear interviews with the stars. Get information on when to play, where to play, and how to play better poker. 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 This is Poker Action Live, a weekly poker show with your hosts, Big Dave Lemon and Joe Rodriguez. How's everybody doing out there? Big Dave and Joe uh, on a very happy day as we uh, celebrate the uh, Supreme Court decision today to uh, really open the doors for uh, sports betting around the country. Maybe the quickest will be in New Jersey, which uh, people are talking and saying that uh, you may be able to make bets on the NBA Finals uh, at a casino in New Jersey, which is like... Less than two weeks away. And being that I grew up there, I, I the odds are, I, if I was a betting man, which I am, I'd give you, I would give you five to one that that's going to happen. Uh, also, uh, you know, several states have, uh, you know, had plenty of time. This uh, argument went through back in uh, December fourth, December, early December, and we knew it would be a few months before it was released, but it took longer than expected for them to come out with a decision. It came out with it this morning. And uh, we were listening to a lawyer uh, talk about it from uh, Fort Lauderdale that said uh, he knew at the uh, hearing that uh, they were going to strike this law down. That The whole idea was rather they would just make it uh, something that New Jersey would be able to have and, and really nobody else. Or if they would open things wide hey, open, that which was is the what, only what has happened. That really. was the only question he figured after he heard the arguments. He said there was no doubt in his mind that this would definitely pass. Right. But I was looking at an article that talked about... Uh, what some of the other states were doing uh, as far as getting ready for it. And uh, there was a list uh, on the article I read that uh, there was at least 10 states that were already in the process of opening things. Uh, Maryland, Missouri, West Virginia, uh, Massachusetts, Pennsylvania, Mississippi, Georgia, Illinois, Connecticut, and, of course, uh, New Jersey. And, and they, Florida not well, on there, of course. No, of course not, because that's, you know, the... the oh, and, I mean, as my mother said, if you don't have to know something nice to say, don't say anything. But the people who run our state over there seem to be, you know, years behind everybody else. But, Dave, why wouldn't they? You know, a report stated that last year in Vegas... $4.8 billion, $4.8 billion was bet in sports in Vegas last year, and the profit turned was $250 million. Yeah. Now, $4.8 billion, that's a huge number. Yeah, huge. And yet, every, every, every uh, outlet out there is stating that they believe that $150 billion was bet illegally last year, and off, offshore sites, you know, illegal gambling through your local bookmaker. Think about that. That's... You know that is thirty more th- more than thirty times what Vegas took in last year, with a profit showing a profit of two hundred and fifty million. Why wouldn't the states be involved? Why wouldn't the states be involved in in uh, in, in wanting a piece of this pie? You know, and in the long run, Dave, I think this will just make it that much easier once they've deciphered how they're going to do this, how they're going to regulate this on a state by state basis, to you know, take that taboo away from online poker. That you know, that we've already got a few states that are allowing it. You know, it's time that if these states all of a sudden uh, allow well, that, that, that's the happiest thing I think for me is that it is going to open the way for online gambling, online poker, and uh, there's a good chance that that's going to happen. Uh, I tell you what, uh, it's just uh, it's it's obviously been a long time in coming, but we pretty much knew something was happening when. Uh, we heard the uh, 
the NBA and Major League Baseball coming out with their ideas of how they would get a piece of the pie. Then the PGA Tour followed. Now, the NFL kind of on the other side of the coin there. They're, they're going to have to drag them in kicking and screaming. They definitely did not no, want I think it. it's just a show. I think that's what maybe, they want to maybe. do. I think it's just a show. They know that, you know, listen, football is the most popular sport here in the United States. But, it's, but it's, it's a sport that's driven very largely by gambling. And I'm not just talking someone betting their local team or betting the over and under on the spread. Fantasy sports. Right. Okay? That's one of the biggest amounts of money that's wagered, and it's all driven because of that. Right. You've got casual fans who could really care less about football, to be honest with you. Except for their fantasy teams. Except for their fantasy teams. So, you know... They want to link this in there. They're trying to get a piece of this pie. Uh, like I said, uh, today's been an exciting day, Dave, hearing all the different local sports shows down here in South Florida and having some uh, legal experts on to the show. They have brought up some very good points. Because my initial thought was, hey, Vegas hasn't given them a dime. Why should anybody else? But they are going to need to partner up with local legislators in, in each state. And I believe that some good can be done, you know, um, with that money. But I seriously doubt that they're going to get one percent of that total action. Yeah. Uh, well, they've especially even, per they league. backed off on that, and they're coming out with a point two five percent now. About so quarter of we'll a percent. That. That's that's going to, and that's still going to be a huge amount of money if they can get into that. And you know, obviously, they want to make sure that everything is on the up and up. Supposedly the NBA uh, supposedly the NBA already has a division uh, created. I heard that on the way into the show today. Yeah. Um, to keep an eye on to the players. Keep an eye. And, and obviously because a few years ago we had one of their referees uh, who went exactly. to jail for throwing a game. That to me is the largest problem there and when you're talking about college sports, uh, you know, people argue with me, oh no, you know, these athletes can throw games. Put it this way, top professional athletes that can control the outcome of a big game, they're making way too much money for, the, for, for, for you know, the, the gamblers, let's say the illegal gamblers, the, the, you know, I don't want to call them mobsters, whatever, for the people who are looking to get a fix, to be able to pay them off and collect money that's going to be well worth it. But you're talking about college athletes, that could be a different story, and obviously, to me, the biggest problem is going to be making sure that the people who officiate the games right. are on the up and up and that they're not doing something wrong. Just to just expand a little bit about what happened today, it was a 6-3 to three vote by the U.S. Supreme Court. Uh, fairly bipartisan from what I, I heard. You know, it wasn't just along political lines. Uh, it overturned uh, PASPA, which was the Professional and Amateur Sports Protection Act, a 1992 law that banned uh, sports gambling except for... Nevada, which was already grandfathered in. So, uh, good. Our good friend Nolan Dalla, uh, I still follow him, although he hasn't been in town here for a while and kind of got stepped away from poker a little bit. I think still has a great blog, and uh, he is an avid sports gambler himself. Uh, he published a list today about the winners and losers uh, according to this decision today. So, I wanted to talk about a couple of those. Obviously. You have your recreational sports gamblers, you and the guy next door that, that wants to bet a few NFL games and here and there. Uh, but, of course, once those people are in the market, that will increase the action for professional sports gamblers that uh, basically watch the lines. And when they see, uh, you know, there's the so-called sharp money 
and when they see lines uh, drifting one way and they think it's a bad move, they'll go the other way and, and kind of uh, uh, take advantage of the situation. So those two groups of gamblers obviously winners today with this ruling. Yes, they are, uh, but uh, professional gamblers work on trying to middle some of these games, uh, you know, and, and half a point, and people go, how does a half a point matter? And, and trust me, uh, for someone who's been in the business before, half a point means a lot of money. It, it changes the line. It changes the line that you get on, on games and the amount of money that can be, you know, that, that can be won on it by the percentage. Another winner from uh, this uh Ruling today is obviously New Jersey, uh, the who was uh, the law involved in the lawsuit, uh, Chris Christie uh, versus the NCAA is kind of what it was called, uh, as uh, you know they were tired of waiting and waiting and waiting for their opportunity and wanted to push things along. So Atlantic City uh, gets a huge bump, uh, obviously with all the casinos and, there, and but you also know that around they've the been state. Going downhill. I mean, yeah, well, one third of their casinos have been shut down. Uh, we've had bankruptcies there in places, uh, so this will obviously be a huge boon for Atlantic City. It certainly will. Who and I is think it's so far ahead? Philadelphia parks yeah, maybe, maybe so. Over there for a while. But you know that they've been preparing for this for a while. They're just about ready to go, and people are talking that they could be taking bets uh, within the next two weeks. Yeah, I'm telling you, this is going to change. You know, uh, the landscape as far as sports betting is concerned around the country. It's going to make it more open. You know, it's it. it this is just a great decision that the Supreme Court did today. Uh, states, education, and other programs uh, are going to benefit from this, obviously, uh, uh, with the tax revenue that is coming in. Uh, there will be uh, plenty of revenues uh, from the sports gambling. And uh, not only that, but it just kind of reinforces the idea that states' rights is a big, important part of uh, uh, legislation in this country. You know, and it's funny that you mentioned that. we I mentioned earlier in the beginning of the show that Vegas profited about $250 million from $4.8 billion that was wagered. You know, here in the state of Florida, you know, we're, we, we always see the governor and the legislators, you know, negotiating and arguing with the Hard Rock who wants exclusivity down here. And they're looking to pay about that amount of money per, on a yearly basis to get all of their casinos. Can you imagine, you know, if Florida had that, how many more tourists you would have here in, in the state of Florida who now would say, hey, you know what? Besides the beautiful beaches and the great weather down here, I can also wager, you know, have the casino and make my, my sports bet. I think that would make it great during Super Bowl weeks, you know, the, instead of planning to go to Vegas. Hey, let's go and enjoy the beach because it's cold almost everywhere else in the country. I mean, the ramifications for, for how much money the state could make if, if once again, you know, these people get their heads out of, you know what, and get this thing passed the right way. Uh, the NBA is obviously a huge beneficiary since Adam Silver kind of saw this coming a long time ago, announced his support for legalized sports gambling, which was completely the opposite of his predecessor, David Stern, and and uh, really saw what was coming. So uh, the NBA will benefit, obviously, not only for uh, uh, their licensed uh, products that will be more popular, but uh, everything that goes on with uh, the NBA. Uh, fantasy sports companies are benefiting, obviously, uh, in place. They had uh, been held back by several state laws, but uh, were slowly getting things approved. Uh, DraftKings has already mentioned that they want to be a big player in sports gambling itself, not just the DFS, but they want to uh, have they, their own site. Exactly, and you know, 
that's where it's going to get a little dicey as to who's going to be allowed to right. to do this, whether it's going to be casinos, racinos. Can anybody just apply for, for a sportsbook license and just have you know a sportsbook, that's all you do? That's going to be the interesting part. Now, Joe's aces in there. His you go, baby. <laughs> I remember back in the early days when I was involved in this that uh, Pamela Anderson had a site and Bubba Bubba Smith, uh, the Colts defensive end, uh, Bubba Smith. Yes. Uh, yeah. And uh, we were talking with Pete Rose, actually the company I was with, to try to get him on board. Of course, he was like a uh, hot potato at the time, but. Anyway, fantasy sports companies will benefit. The franchises themselves obviously will do well. Many of them have uh, already have deals with DraftKings and, and FanDuel, so they'll build on that. And then, of course, sports networks like ESPN and Fox Sports, uh, with the huge need that there'll be for more sports information and, and websites, uh, well, they'll look, be huge. Think about it, Dave. They have fantasy. Uh, I don't. I can't remember the guy's name on ESPN. Uh, who does the Oh, uh, Matthew Barry. Matthew Barry who does the sports thing and gives you the, you know, all oh, the value bet here. Think about it. Now you're going to be going, well, listen, you know, because this guy's a little hurt. I don't know if I'd be laying 6 points on this team today, you know, and you're going into these things, you know, and like you said, it's going to create a whole new uh, division of sports that, that they, they're going to have to cover. Well, think about all the announcers and what they'll be able to say and everything. Certain leagues will be different than others, but uh, there won't be this uh, little Al Michaels at the end of the game. Well, I think that changes things, if you know what I mean. Well, I, I, I'll put it this way. <laughs> as much as I'm so pro-gambling, I don't know if I would go to the extent of letting my announcers on the national broadcast get involved in that. But like you mentioned right before that, maybe down the know, beginning, ESPN, you know, all, all, CBS Sports, Fox, whatever, just you know, having shows that deal with that. Because as it is right now, guess what? Even without having those shows, we've seen, you know, listen, Scott um, Van Pelt, uh, Van Pelt, the bad beats. At, at night, exactly. Yeah. You know, you had ten points, so he's already mentioning it in his late show that he does yeah, at midnight. Yeah, he's been doing ESPN. that for for a year and a half, I think. It's, exactly. They, 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 ESPN, I don't think is going to have a problem with it. No, I don't think they will. It's it's just I don't know. If maybe right off the bat, you'd want to hear, uh, you know, Jeff Van Gundy going. <laughs> well, you know that 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 meaningless three just made the uh, you know the Charlotte Hornets cover the line of nine. You know, right? So well, I, no, no. I don't know if we're quite ready. I don't think America's well, we'll quite ready for that. That one will right be yet. in flux as we get started. Yes. Uh, Nolan's last point about the sports networks was obviously there's going to be more viewers uh, going to more sites looking for more information, and uh, he says since a rising tide lifts all boats, more viewers and more w- websites will translate into an increase in traffic and advertising revenue. Exactly. This is going to be plus plus for almost every industry involved with this because it's just going to generate. I mean, look, again, I go back to to online poker. Look how much advertising dollars were generated by party poker, poker stars, full And great shows and opportunities for people. Uh, The the girl that I interviewed on the show a few weeks ago, uh, uh, from the Russian girl that, that was on one of the early big game shows, and we talked about that in our interview with her, uh, Nadia Magnus is her name, uh, you know, you just people like that actually create careers because of all the online uh, poker that was popular. At the and, time. and let me tell you again, uh, a law professor from UM that I heard today who had some tremendous, tremendous, uh, you know, opinions and stuff, said, you know, 
obviously the the naysayers, the the Christian valued people, the moral yeah, people. Yeah, I want to get to that. Get into that. But he also talked about. He goes, look, I'm so in favor of this. It's not only because it opens it up, takes you know the 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 creepiness out of oh betting illegal, you know having to do this. He goes, but with so much money being generated, Dave, th- and forget about the advertising. You're going to need m- that many more people who are going to get jobs. Yeah. You know, the, it, it, again, it, it has probably an 85 to 90 percent positive effect. And to answer the people who always say, you know, gambling has destroyed lives, which it has. Okay, if um, you need to go to a GA meeting. Okay, I've been to a GA meeting. Okay. When you hear how people have lost their fortunes and stuff, as opposed, and I, I thought there was just one form of gambling, you know, people lost it buying lottery tickets, uh, horse betting, dog, you know, stuff so that's all legal, things. and stuff that's very all legal. intelligent, you know, because they always try to place this on, you know, the impoverished people, the people who are who can least afford to lose money. No, you know, you had high-level lawyers, people who lived in million-dollar homes, telling their stories there. It opened my eyes when I saw that meeting as to how wide range this is. And this is no different than, you know, listen, we have states that have now passed marijuana laws that either for recreational or medical use, okay? People have been doing this regardless. And if people want it, they're going to get it. Exactly. They're going to get their drugs. They're going to get their alcohol. Prohibition, Prohibition didn't exactly. work. Uh, you know, people uh, that are overweight, uh, you know, what are we going to do? Outlaw chocolate cake? Yeah, you know, it's so ridiculous. Somebody's <laughs> trying to enforce their moral beliefs on everybody else, and you shouldn't have that. What we should have is programs because a gambler who's going to gamble is going to find one way or another to get, you know. And to, people to said today it's not really that they, they wanna, don't want to have it at all, although there are people like that. But the, the majority of legislators and everything, they just want to make it more inconvenient for you to place your bets. So, you know, that's always been holding people back, which is just absolutely silly because people, again, people that want to do it are going to find a way very easily. Listen, for all our listeners out there, just think about it. If, you, if you're not a sportsman, think about it. Guarantee that if you don't know a bookmaker, you have a friend who knows a bookmaker. And, you know... Like that six degrees of separation, I guarantee you, you don't go six people without finding one that either has a bookmaker or knows somebody who knows a bookmaker. Is that, is so, that, is that the Kevin Bacon game? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's take our first break in the show. We'll talk about the losers when we come back. Uh, I don't want to spend the whole show on this, but I do want to talk about a little bit more about it for a couple of minutes. So uh, we'll be back with more of the show. When we return, you're listening to Poker Action Line, and we'll be back after these messages. This is Poker Action Line. This is Big Dave for PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com. Want to know what's really cool? Your charitable tax-deductible donation every time you play. PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com, the feel-good gateway to fun and prizes. Play free. Learn our system. Get 50,000 free chips and play for prizes. Play for scholarships that benefit Caribbean students. PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com. Take it from Big Dave. A win for you is a donation to Caribbean education. PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com. Hey, what's up? Thinking about you. XOXOXO. Want to snuggle. Dot, dot, dot. JK. Hit me back. You getting these texts? Question mark. We should hang later. I miss you. Holla at your boy. Holla back. Holla back. Holla back. Are you at home? 
Where are you? What are you doing? OMG, you are making me mad. Are you with your ex? You better text me back. I'm waiting outside your house. Relentless, aggressive texting is like sending an angry robot to deliver your message. When does the robot become dangerous? Let us know at that's not cool.com. That's not cool.com. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the show. Big Dave and Joe talking about uh, the Supreme Court decision today uh, overturning PASPA, the uh, professional sports uh, and amateur or professional and amateur sports protection act. So we got uh, UIGEA, we got uh, PASPA, we got uh, all kinds of uh, different uh, uh, amalgams uh, as we uh, <laughs> as we uh, refer to them. Changing. Our whole lifestyle. Uh, let's look at the losers. I guess number one loser might be Mickey Mouse. Yeah, in the state of Florida, <laughs> without a doubt, Mickey Mouse. And uh, as a matter of fact, I think Dan, uh, the, the the lawyer who's, who was on a lot of the different shows, mentioned that's going to be our biggest obstacle uh, because of so many politicians they control uh, that they haven't. Uh, let's not say control. It's that they have influence. They have influence on, and uh, you know they want to keep the state the way it is, but. You know, they held out on poker for the longest time from opening it up. Eventually it happened. I'll tell you what, if it takes 15, 20 years like it did to get the game opened up, for, or 13 years like it did from 97 to 2010 for us to get sports betting here, we're going to be so far behind the eight ball, we may not be able to get out. Yeah. Uh, other losers uh, in this article by Nolan Dolly talks about the uh, anti-gambling crusaders. Uh, so obviously uh, Disney falls into that category along with well, some of the religious fundamentalists uh, have been completely against gambling. Uh, you know, I say if you don't want to do it, that's fine. You know, if you take a, a stance for your family not to, to be involved in gambling. Uh, and we understand that there's, uh, you know... Do uh, they believe that people just can't have freedom of choice? This is well, what this country's built yeah, on. I guess. You know? I guess. Uh, so they they want to, you know, subpoena, you know they want to pursue this so hard that they want to take the right of someone else to choose whether right. they want to do this. There are warnings about crime and prostitution and everything that's uh, held the the state of Florida from getting casinos for so long uh, never proved to, to be true once they the came The same here. thing happened in New Jersey. I remember back then I was I was you know just about turning 20 when they got it, so it's ridiculous. Uh, also, uh, offshore books, offshore sports books. Will, they're the ones that are going to be hurt. They're going to be hurt lot badly. More, and, so. uh, you know, will they disappear completely? I don't know. No, because, again, what it, and this is where... where that question, like I said, it depends, is how each individual state goes about um, regulating this, meaning whether it's only a strictly walk-in business, which at that point then puts a lot, puts a handcuffs on that on that industry, okay, uh, because, you know, illegal bookmaking, I'd say, you know, 99, well, not 99, 100% of it is either done online or through a phone call to an offshore site, okay? Those those offshore sites are going to take a hit. Obviously, we're going to have some states that are just not going to allow it for whatever reason. So the gamblers in those states are still going to do that. 
where they will be hurt more is if the states that approve sportsbook betting don't approve the sites that have it an access to a, to a, to a website where their where their customers can just log in right. and place their wagers like most people do now. I think in the long run the uh, NFL will probably end up uh, this will be a huge benefit for them but right now they've been fighting a tooth and nail and another uh, just absurd uh, public relations crisis for them uh, having this go through because they've fought so hard uh, and the way they've handled all their uh, issues has been just terrible. It, it has, but it doesn't seem to affect them, doesn't, doesn't, so they don't uh, really care how they sound or act. And so as, as Nolan says, uh, he said, here's another black eye and a kick in the ass to a league that remains absurdly popular despite gross mismanagement and outright hypocrisy. Well, I couldn't agree more. When <laughs> I miss having him on the show. Uh, the NCAA <laughs> is uh, probably what a lot of people say, one of the most corrupt organizations in sports. Uh, Huge profits, but don't even have to pay their labor. Uh, it's at the expense of student athletes uh, that are not compensated for um, for their uh, play. Um, we'll see what happens uh, with them. Uh, groups that are winners and losers. Yes, that's the last uh, category. Uh, other casino games uh, that have been popular. Will, people, will the money completely dry up for blackjack and keno and well, like things I like s- that? Like I said, four point eight billion is that number in Vegas. I don't think their numbers at the craps table and all the other things were hurt. It's, and the reason is this, Dave, is, you know, as a person who's gambled for the majority of my my adult life and even when I, was, I wasn't an adult, um, money that you've got earmarked for gambling is strictly for that. It's not like I'm going to say, well, you know what, I'm going to take these $500 and go to the craps table and see if I get lucky. No, you know, if you're going to put if you if you wanted to wager a nickel as they say on on a fo- on a football, baseball, basketball game, that money is earmarked for that. But hey, if they, if you bet on a major league baseball game and there's a rain delay, you might head over and uh, throw the dice for a few months, for for 15 20 minutes. You could, but then you now either you have to place your wager before because if the rain delay gets called, you're still at the table, now you missed getting your action in at the sports book. Um, in a casino, you're never that far away from it. Yeah. But remember, if you're home, it's like I said, I would have to say 95% of gamblers on, on you know, outside of uh, Nevada, you know, are at home, at work, uh, on vacation, you know, looking for a sp- you know, sporting event that's coming up and they believe that they know which side is going to win, just, you know, Picks up their computer, turn logs on, logs into the website, and makes that wager. I think the effect on the actual casino and keno and all of that, the casual better could be the ones that you're talking about. But those are numbers that are probably going to be more in the twenty-five to a hundred dollar range. Well, the point is, you know, it may take people off the casino floor into the sports book to watch the games, to bet on the games, and and change their focus there. But it also might be bring more people into the facilities because exactly. They're be there. So there's there's that's kind of an the flip there. side. I wasn't going to go into the casino. Now I can now I can go into this casino. Let's say the Hard Rock for argument's sake here in Florida, and now you go, oh man, let me put twenty dollars in the slot machine. Or you know, let me uh, let me buy a hundred dollars worth in chips so that I could play a little either baccarat, blackjack, or any of the other card games that are available there. 
um, like I said, that, that's the flip side, the positive flip side to it. So, right. you know, we saw that, Dave. We actually saw that in the poker rooms that opened up inside uh, the, the casinos, you know, once it, they opened it up down here, that people who don't play machines, you know, didn't gamble at all, but would come and sometimes have to wait to get a seat would go and put $20 in a slot machine, and you saw some of that revenue go up. And the last point he makes about winners and losers brings us right back to our game, poker, online poker. What will be the the, the benefit or the uh, detraction? The good news, he says, is that uh, since this is now, the PASPA law is now unconstitutional, it's going to be next to impossible for the federal government to pr- prohibit uh, casino games and poker played online. For once and for all, we'll kill various bills proposed in Congress, which would have outlined online poker. But the bad news is, he says, don't expect online poker to get any boost in traffic. He said interest in traffic could decline since gambling dollars will find their way into casino sportsbooks instead of online poker accounts. Uh, He said there's only so many gambling dollars in the market available, and some percent of the money used to buy sports tickets will come from other gambling ventures, probably online poker and casino games. So we'll see what happens I, with that. I, I, Unfortunately, I don't agree very much with Nolan on this particular case. Uh, you think it will completely uh, help online poker? Uh, yeah, no, that I don't think it will detract dollars from the online from poker sites because, once again, you know, if you want it to be a sports better, you know, and when online poker was thriving, okay, for that, you know, close to a decade that it was thriving, uh, these online uh, sportsbook places were making a ton of money. and It didn't seem to affect that. It may have a small effect on it, but I don't think it will have a lar- anywhere near an impact effect on it. Yeah. Anyway, I just uh, am really looking forward to see what's going to happen. I would think that most of these states and uh, will will put things in, in high drive, and uh, we should have a lot of places taking bets on before the NFL season starts. So I think this summer is really where we're going to see what's going to happen here. Yeah, well, let me tell you, I believe that, you know, as soon as you get a couple of these, as soon as you get a couple of these uh, states, like obviously New Jersey, uh, I, I would imagine that you'd get Pennsylvania trying to move as quickly as possible so their neighbor can't take that much advantage of it. Right. Uh, New York is going to be huge on that. Once these people start putting up numbers, monthly numbers on these things, it'll probably, uh, you know, kickstart the the states that are, you know, on the fence, so to speak, because of their constituents here in Florida. It's, you know, northern Florida from the central central part of Florida to the northern part that, you know, lives in a different world than the rest of us down here. Well, I think in the long run, I think it will be good for poker, and uh, I think it's very positive. Uh, People that like to bet sports like to play poker. And uh, I think it's going to rejuvenate uh, the interest in, uh, in I, both, both, well, both I, sports and <clears throat> poker. And I agree with that, Dave. But I think what's going to happen is once you have sports betting, it's going to make it that much easier to say, all right, let's just get online poker on site and let's make those extra couple of millions that we're going to make from that. It, 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 it just seems like a, an easy stepping stone to get to, to online poker, in my opinion. Well, I'm going to be out there betting 60 to 1 on Webb Simpson, uh, you know, to uh, <laughs> win the latest tournament. So we'll see what happens. Let's take a break here on the show. Uh, of course, you can always listen to the program uh, by downloading it from iTunes. You can pick it up on SoundCloud, a great place to get the show. You can also tweet out uh, some notices to other people after you listen to the show. 
there's also the Hold'em Radio Network, where, which carries the show, the Poker Fuse podcast page, a good place to pick up the show, or you can go to our website at PokerActionLine.com. Stitcher is another, and uh, there's still more to come as we, uh, as we expand the program here uh, into the summer. Uh, we'll be back. We'll take uh, this brief break, and we'll be back to talk about some other things in the world of poker, get away from sports betting, and uh, we'll see what happens when we return. You're listening to Poker Action Line, coming to you from South Florida. This is Poker Action Line. Hi, this is Big Dave from PokerActionLineRadio.com. I want to let all avid poker players know about a great new lottery game that was developed by one of our sponsors, Atlantic West Management Group. This game is now available worldwide on the Internet and will be served as Place Your Chips Caribbean and operated on the Internet as an international lottery by Atlantic West. The Texas Hold'em poker-like game is perfectly legal everywhere and presented as a lottery game with tickets available on the Internet. You can win pick six lottery tickets and cash prizes by using your poker playing skills. It's open to lottery players worldwide, and right now this game is in a play-for-free test mode, and you are not obligated to purchase anything. You can get 50,000 free play chips per ticket for the purpose of evaluating the game with no prizes awarded until the game goes live. A lottery customer can purchase a ticket with a unique number that will grant them entry into one of many Texas Hold'em poker tables with a chip stack and like a lottery game, the prize value will be based on ticket sales. That chip stack will be valid for the remainder of the week as players can access the site as often as they like to try and take the chip lead. At the end of the week, the highest chip stacks will be awarded lottery prizes, and if you lose all your chips, the lottery ticket becomes null and void. As with regular lottery games, you can purchase as many entries as you like. However, each ticket stands on its own merit, and much like the regular lottery, the results of multiple tickets cannot be combined toward a prize. The name of this game is Place Your Chips Caribbean, you can access a live demonstration of the game right now at www.placeyourchipscaribbean.com. We believe that when it goes live soon, there will be a heavy demand for this game, as most lottery players would much rather have some say in the outcome of their lottery result. The odds of winning are greatly improved if they're able to utilize their playing skills in order to increase their chances of winning. I hope that you will try the Play for Free demonstration and hope that you will join us when the Play for Real game becomes available later this year. WFO Radio NHRA Nitro is all about the NHRA Full Throttle Drag Racing Series. Join Joe at 7 p.m. Eastern each Tuesday night for the first edition of NHRA Nitro. Featuring the NHRA's Alan Reinhardt. Race winners stop by to talk about bringing home the Wally. Every Tuesday night, following NHRA national events, NHRA Nitro is available on demand anytime on the WFO radio application and at WFORadio.com. Welcome back to the show. Big Dave and Joe on Poker Action Line. Uh, let's switch back to uh, full-time poker here for the remainder of the show. Uh, the uh, the big news is that some huge tournaments coming up, not just uh, obviously the World Series of Poker, which starts on May the 30th with the casino event, and uh, I think 71, if I'm not mistaken, 71 gold bracelets to be awarded this year, and uh, we'll have lots of fun following the main event, which uh, gets kicks off right around the 4th of July. We'll run down the schedule over the next couple of weeks. Uh, I do have a couple of guests next week uh, lined up tentatively right now. It looks like... Uh, we're going to have two authors on next week. One is a book called Vegas or Bust, and it's a story by a, a poker player who played at the Vegas uh, World Series of Poker in 2006 and then 
Uh, got away from it because of UIGEA was un, you know, uh, was unable to play online and that sort of thing uh, later after Black Friday and kind of just got into the uh, uh, family life, had a couple of kids, got married, a couple of kids. His wife supported the fact that he wanted to go back and fill his bucket list. And uh, Really interesting book. Um, we're going to talk with him. His name is Johnny Campus. And uh, the name of the book, again, Vegas or Bust, A Family Man Takes on the Poker Pros and the Story of How He Went Back in 2016. I was actually there for that year, uh, the first part of the main event, so obviously I didn't know what Johnny looked like or (laughs) (laughs) talked to him then, but uh, some of the things he'll talk about. I I started reading it, and I'm about a third of the way through, so uh, we'll have him on next week uh, on Wednesday uh, as we do the show. Uh, Also, uh, uh, on uh, author named Sherry Bykowski has written a book called The Kaizen of Poker, How to Continuously Improve Your Hold'em Game, and uh, has some interesting ideas. We'll talk to her as well. So that's all set up for next week. And, of course, we're getting close to the World Series of Poker, but a few other things uh, will be surrounding it there. Things will kind of kick off with this Super High Roller Bowl, which is going to be at the Aria May 27th through the 30th. Uh, before that... We're going to have the WPT out there with the Bobby Baldwin Classic, May 20th through the 23rd, and then the Tournament of Champions, the 24th through the 26th. So tournaments that uh, are all going to be kind of, I mean, they're going to be running, hitting the ground running by the time the World <laughs> Series starts their first event here. It's going to be crazy. So uh, a lot of this stuff you can see on uh, on Poker Go. They're going to be carrying the Super High Roller Bowl. They also have something on there right now, and uh, I know I'm always plugging the site, uh, which I have on my uh, tablet and uh, get to watch a lot of the programs. But they have not only just live poker, well, not even live poker, but taped poker, but uh, they do have live poker with a short uh, tape delay. But they have a lot of programming that's uh, put together shows and stuff, which I really like. Uh, they have a show that's on now called Insiders, which uh, follows three different players, uh, Daniel Negreanu, uh, Brandon Adams, who uh, uh, just won a big high roller event here at the Seminole Hard Rock, but is probably a lot less known, obviously, than DeGranu. And also Seth Davies, who's been around for a while. Not two players that a lot of people aren't really familiar with, but this show is put together with a, a, produce, a production company called Cakeworks that has done some of the all-access shows before the, some of the big fights. Uh, okay. You know, Mayweather, McGregor, and... And some of the others, and also done some stuff in the Stanley Cup, but a real professional uh, broadcast group that's put these together and follows these three players as they prepare for the Super High Roller Bowl, which kicks off, as I said, on the uh, 27th. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, There's other tournaments involved, but a lot of these WPT events are uh, coming up and will take advantage of a new uh, venue. Uh, known as, uh, I mentioned it last week, uh, it's at the Luxor Hotel, and it's called the Esports Arena. So uh, this is really cool. I had a picture of it on uh, the site that I was looking at. Uh, basically, uh, the poker tables there, and then behind the uh, tables, there's these huge uh, big screen TVs and a wall of screens, and I guess they use it for a lot of these uh, esports events. And they'll be using it for several different tournaments here, in uh, including the uh, the WPT Bellagio uh, High Roller Final Table, which is on May 25th. The Tournament of Champions will also be played there. So uh, 
uh, we'll check it out. Uh, should be kind of cool, and uh, looking forward to seeing what that looks like and and what that does for the game. So all that stuff is uh, on the way. And then, of course, then we got seven weeks of, uh, of the, the at the Rio. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Listening to all the different stories and. You know, all the different winners that we get a chance to talk about here on this show. Also, I'll just briefly mention that the uh, World Poker Tour Tour has kicked off their Season 16 programming with uh, Choctaw. Uh, it's their first tournament uh, that has been playing over the last week. And it finished up last night. With, uh, uh, Jay Lee uh, was the uh, champion of that one. And uh, Seminole Hard Rock comes later in the year. There's several other tournaments, including LAPC and and some of those. But uh, the interesting story from Jay Lee that I just heard was that uh, he won this tournament back in, I guess it was October or something like that, taped his show. He went out and bought a restaurant, a uh, bar and restaurant, and it's called Poor Choices, P-O-U-R, <laughs> Poor Choices. And uh, so he's opened that, and, uh, you know, it's kind of cool to see some people have these dreams and never quite be able to get there, and then one big poker win, and all of a sudden you're you're in there. And it's great that they go ahead and do that. You know, that's the other thing. Some people have the dream, get the money, and then think they can get something even more. Yeah, absolutely. So that's wonderful. Uh, another series that will be going on while the World Series is going on is uh, the Venetian, which will have their Deep Stack Championship Series. Uh, that includes a card player tour, tour event, uh, several other uh, big tournaments and uh, throughout that... Uh, you know, some of them is similar buy-ins, a little bit less than than Vegas, maybe may, than uh, the Rio, maybe. But uh, they'll have some good state. Mid-state poker tour also has an $1,100 buy-in event there during that series, and uh, that's also been pretty popular as people uh, go to different places there. Then I also saw one uh, at the Golden Nugget, which is uh, going on, going to be going on during the series there, and uh, really some. Very reasonable buy-ins. It's a nice alternative for the smaller player. $110 tournaments, $150 tournaments. And it's uh, 84 tournaments in all. It's going to be going on for eight weeks. And that's all going to be concurrent and gives people a chance to go downtown in Vegas to Fremont Street and uh, see some things there. I don't know if you've ever spent any time at Fremont Street. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. Kind of different uh, Vegas scene. Yeah, it's a completely different uh, and I liked style. It. I liked it. I you stayed know, overnight it's, there. It's more a local's place yeah, than tourists. Exactly. You know, so exactly. It's not the You strength. really enjoy it. You get great food bargains down there. You know, they eat. Uh, you know, they seem to go that extra mile to try to attract people down there. And right. I've, you know, when I've stopped down there, I've had a great time playing in these places. And like you said, running those tournaments is nice because it kind of gives the people who can't afford a thousand, even a thousand or fifteen hundred dollar buy-ins, a chance to play in these tournaments. Uh, you know, it, it, to me, it just lets you know how many poker players are out there. Yeah, absolutely. That these, that all these different casino venues can can afford to run. From the high roller <laughs> to the $110 buy Yeah, there's a lot of people that would like to play uh, a horse tournament or, or a uh, uh, do seven low ball. You don't want to spend 10000 or even 1500 You know, they'd rather go to a place where they can uh, spend $150, have a good time, and play. And those are going to be offered to people. A great mix of uh, different events, including uh, Big O, Horse, uh, do seven as I mentioned, Omaha, eight or better. Great stuff and uh, should be... Uh, uh, a lot of fun there at the Golden Nugget as well, and of course there's others that I have that I haven't even looked at recently, like Planet Hollywood and uh, uh, the Bellagio and places like that are going to have a lot of series. All out there of as these well. people want a piece of that pie. Yeah, they let Rio have it for many years. 
and to their own, you know, there was their own doing because they got rid of poker rooms, remember, for the longest time. Poker rooms were downsized or completely taken away. And now these casinos realize how much money, you know, can be generated, not just from the actual playing of poker, but having that many people in your in your casino, right. buying food, renting rooms, doing, you know, spending their cash one way or the other. Uh, by the way, this uh, ruling today by the Supreme Court kind of overshadowed uh, what was announced and, and kicked off in the beginning of May, which is the three states that are legal right now, Nevada, New Jersey, and Delaware, all sharing their online players. So that's a, that's a huge boon for the WSOP.com site, which uh, is the only one in Vegas that, that's able to do that. So um, big numbers coming out out there. There will be a lot of people playing online. Of course, there's three online events in the series this year, which uh, is pretty cool as well. And uh, it should be a lot of fun. It's great stuff. Yeah, I can't recall whatever. It hasn't been fun to see this as it's expanded over the last few years, the the drama and everything. And this will be the second year that they're going to finish it out after having gone to the November 9, no? Was it or, or is this the first year? No, this is the second year, right? Last year, they so didn't to go immediately to go right to the yeah. final table. You mean? Yeah, yeah. like oh, take yeah. a couple of days off. A couple of days, right. uh, but there's actually going to be tournaments that start after. The the main event is completed. There's actually a couple. So a uh, very strange uh, changing schedule this year, which is going to keep a lot of people in town and, uh, you know, a chance to enjoy the main event, you know, from the rail as well. Yeah, well so we'll see some of that. They, you know, they've always tweaked. They try to tweak it every year to see if it can get better, and uh, we'll find out how this is. Uh, I wouldn't bet against them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I did want to talk about our poker predictions. Uh, you know, we're still looking at ours, and we'll formulate ours over the next couple of weeks. But a uh, great article done, Poker News, which is uh, a go-to site that everyone should have. Uh, let's talk about a couple of those here. Uh, the first question is, which poker pro will go on a Twitter rant in the series? Hmm. Any thoughts on that? Being that I don't have Twitter, yeah, you're not a Twitter yeah, guy. I'm not a Twitter guy, so. Well, I think we can t- we can cut it down to three. Uh, Which are Doug Polk, uh, Daniel Negreanu, and Alan Kessler. I, and I guess a lot of I guess Chainsaw would be my my choice there. Okay, uh, how many women will win open bracelets in 2018? I mentioned this one to you last week. Uh, players that have really stepped up uh, very recently. Uh, obviously, uh, Maria Ho was elected to the Women's Hall of Fame, but Kristen Bicknell is a name that, that comes up a lot. Maria Lampropoulos, um, several other women won some events over at the uh, LAPC this year and uh, stood out. Uh, we haven't heard Vanessa Selp's name. No, too she often. she is a pa- after that she bet she isn't playing it much as much. Right, I don't uh, know how much she's going to play in the series this year. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, we'll see also if uh, Natasha Mercier. Mercier uh, plays in the uh, much this year now that she's had the baby. Uh, whether they'll decide to stay home or, I'm sure Jason will be out at least part 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 of the time. But uh, we'll see how much. Uh, yeah, well, their, their baby play. is only months old, so. Uh. <laughs> yeah, born in uh, November. So. Yeah, so six it'll be six months. Um, but we'll see uh, as far as the women this year. Any thoughts on how many women might win? You think women was, is going to win an event this year? I think last week you said it probably works out to one. But I that, that that that's still the number. I'm trying to see if I can get to two, but um, I'd like to see two or three women win open events because I think that would just start 
you know, opening that door just a little bit more to get more women involved. Yeah, absolutely. And playing because those numbers We've have kind of been that, stagnant for a while. Three percent, four percent level. Exactly, it's just been right there. It hasn't seemed to really move one way or the other. So I think if I'd be honest with you, what I would love to see if we can't get a uh, a women a woman winning a, an open event is let's see one at the main event final table. Yeah, that, that would be me, great. That, that would be, be great. You know, and then we came close a couple of years ago. To almost having two of them. Yeah, exactly. You know, so, and I was rooting so hard for those ladies to get in there because you know, one would set the world on fire, two, just uh, the, the galaxy. So yeah. I would really love to see a woman get to the final table if if they can't win a, an open event. Okay. The re- the uh, $1 million, big one for one drop returns this year. Uh also, the $50,000 Poker Players Championship, a lot of people consider that the truest test of who will uh, be the best player in the world. Uh, any thoughts? Uh, I, can, I, I think Stephen Chidwick has to be on everybody's mind. He's had such a great year. He's been on such a heater. Um, any thoughts of uh, people you would like to see win that? Not really, Dave. I mean, I'd love just like to see someone worthy win that, you know, someone who and all of these, you know, I mean, I don't know about all the entrants that are going to be in there, but we know how that that tournament has changed lives just with our own uh, the grinder down here having won that that tournament, you know. I think that was his first big one, wasn't it, if yeah. I'm not mistaken? Yeah. And then he repeated it a few years yeah, later. Yeah, two years later. So, you know, uh, you know, this can change, but as you mentioned, uh, you know, this is considered the top pros, you know, uh, champions tournament. I think people have to keep in mind some of the players that have really emerged over the last uh, couple of years with some really hot play. Adrian Mateos, uh, Justin Bonomo, David Peters are, are some ones that come to my mind. I'd like to see Fader Holtz get back to playing a little bit more. I'd like to see Vanessa Selbs to play a little bit more and see what happens there. Um, you know, Phil Phil uh, Helmuth. Uh, I wonder if Jason's going to come down to play in that. Uh, I think he would. I think he will play in some big ones. Uh, Patrick Antonius has been playing a lot more lately than he wasn't for a long time, uh, and then some other players. Uh, here's another question that they have: uh, Will the big blind ante be deemed a success, and will they bring it back next year? Hmm. They're going to use it in a lot of different uh, events this year, and. Uh, Catch me up on that again on that's how they're it, going to use that's it. That's going to be instead of each player anteing, they're going to just the, uh, big, the big blind, blind will, will, will put for the everybody for the whole round. Okay, I've, I've played in games where the button anties for everybody. You know, where the, when the button moves around. Um, you know, to be honest with you, I don't know how they're going to like that. You, you know, this is. What happens if people get eliminated in between the time you played? You put up full full amount of ante to one or two players being eliminated, and somebody else doesn't. You know, I don't know how they're going to work that out. I would need a little bit more detail. I think so far people like it when they that have used it. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, uh, Chad Holloway, our friend, uh, says he thinks it's uh, great for certain events, only the big buy-in tournaments, maybe the charity events, but he's not sure if it's going to be a standard for the industry. Uh, another girl, Yori Am- uh, Epscamp, says uh, she thinks that the vast majority will love it. People will complain, she says, in the beginning, but they'll come to their senses after trying it. Again, my, uh, I think it's a great idea as long as everybody's handing up the same amount of money. But, you know, as poker is, people get eliminated, and, you know, I, I don't know how they're going to do that. So, uh, What will 2018 be the year of? You always have the year of the... Uh, 
Brazilians, the year of the uh, the Swedes and, and the Scandinavians. Uh, you you'd be you could give a much better answer than I can on that. You, you're a little more up to date on I, that than I, I am. I was reading it, and I thought uh, some of the uh, uh, people's thoughts were. Uh, Chad Holloway's thought that it would be the year of the mid-major grinders, you know, players that are known maybe on the Mid-States Poker Tour or the Heartland Poker Tour or something like that, but not really well-known, but nationally uh, make to have their breakout this year. I thought that was kind of an interesting thought. That is a very interesting thought. Uh, Martin Harris says the year of the multiple bracelet winners. He had two last year, David Bach and uh, Nipun Java, but he said uh, this will be the year for that, so we'll see what happens. Uh, also, uh, who will win more money, Doug Polk or Daniel Negreanu? You know, I'm a Daniel guy. I know you are. He might be a little disappointed after uh, this uh, Winnipeg series with uh, with Vegas. The Golden Knights <laughs> gets done. We'll see what happens with that. Uh, any thoughts on uh, an under-the-radar player? I mean, we've had guys that have won down here. Uh, most of the names that were mentioned here I had never heard of, so they're truly under my radar. But... Uh, uh, I'd like to see a couple of South Florida players that have been playing well step up. Well, it's, with 71 bracelets out there, we're bound to get at least a few people, whether from South Florida or somewhere else, that you know, completely under the radar. I mean, is that's it, the fun part of this of this of this tournament. I mean, when you, by the time you get to the main event and the final table, you may not know. Uh, six weeks earlier, you may not have even heard of any of these guys. So that's what we seem to see every year. Yeah, I mean, there's thousands and thousands and thousands of poker players out there. They're well known amongst their group, and like you said, uh, some of these you know professional grinders that are out there making money. You know, maybe their name surfaces if they do well in one of these tournaments. Uh, here's a good one for you. How many players will enter the main, more or less than last year, which was 7,221? Which is a really good number. Uh, now that we're seeing a lot of... Uh, I think with uh, other states uh, getting involved with the online, I think we're going to go a little bit above that. I think that. we might go up, too. Uh, we'll see. My, uh, my, my, my guess would be you probably get about 100 people more. Uh, it was a jump last year of about 500 players. From yeah, the from 68, year. 67. That's yeah. So. So we'll see what happens. That'd be nice. That'd be a nice trend to continue. Okay, let's take our final break on the show. And uh, if you come up with any bold predictions of your own, uh, we'll get to more of that probably next <laughs> week. But we of course have our uh, authors on next week. But we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll talk about it some more before the tournament gets underway. Just a couple of weeks away. That's it. So uh, we'll see what happens. We'll be back to finish up the program. Uh, here on Poker Action Line when we return. This is Poker Action Line. Hi, this is Big Dave from PokerActionLineRadio.com. I want to let all avid poker players know about a great new lottery game that was developed by one of our sponsors, Atlantic West Management Group. This game is now available worldwide on the Internet and will be served as Place Your Chips Caribbean and operated on the Internet as an international lottery by Atlantic West. The Texas Hold'em poker-like game is perfectly legal everywhere and presented as a lottery game with tickets available on the Internet. You can win pick six lottery tickets and cash prizes by using your poker playing skills. It's open to lottery players worldwide, and right now this game is in a play-for-free test mode, and you are not obligated to purchase anything. You can get 50,000 free play chips per ticket for the purpose of evaluating the game with no prizes awarded until the game goes live. A lottery customer can purchase a ticket with a unique number that will grant them entry into one of many Texas Hold'em poker tables. With a chip stack and like a lottery game, the prize value will be based on ticket sales. That chip stack will be valid for the remainder of the week as players can access the site as often as they like to try and take the chip lead. 
At the end of the week, the highest chip stacks will be awarded lottery prizes. And if you lose all your chips, the lottery ticket becomes null and void. As with regular lottery games, you can purchase as many entries as you like. However, each ticket stands on its own merit. And much like the regular lottery, the results of multiple tickets cannot be combined toward a prize. The name of this game is Place Your Chips Caribbean. You can access a live demonstration of the game right now at www.placeyourchipscaribbean.com. We believe that when it goes live soon, there will be a heavy demand for this game, as most lottery players would much rather have some say in the outcome of their lottery result. The odds of winning are greatly improved if they're able to utilize their playing skills in order to increase their chances of winning. I hope that you will try the Play for Free demonstration and hope that you will join us when the Play for Real game becomes available later this year. Thanks for joining us on uh, Poker Action Line. This is the final segment of the program. We'll finish things up here. Uh, one article I just read uh, uh, that makes me think that things are going to pick up out there was that the uh, the whole Vegas poker market has been really on the upswing this year. Uh, just taking the numbers uh, from March, they had an increase of uh, almost 6% uh, over the previous year uh, in the 62 poker rooms that are located in Vegas. Uh We'll see what happens. Uh, the last time the, the rate grew in that in that uh, uh, from head to head from year before was back in 2007 or something like that. So it's been a while since things have been really growing. But uh, we'll see. Um, the the last time that uh, March uh, broke the 10 million dollar mark which was 10.15 million this year was uh, 2014. So uh, obviously that has nothing to do itself with exactly with the World Series of Poker because there's so many players that tr- just travel in for the series. But I think uh, a lot of people uh, play on a regular basis out there and you have all your weekend warriors that will come over for those $1,000 tournaments on the weekends. And and I, I, I think it's going to be an up year. I really do. Yeah, I'm, I mean, they've, uh, they've gotten... They've tailored this to some of those people um that's a real positive sign dave six percent that's a that's a that's a pretty big number believe it or not yeah six percent in poker rake is a big number because you kind of hit a plateau with poker and again i don't know if they've had any special events going on in there or if just people are coming back to poker you know and um like I like I said earlier in the show with the gambling money, if you earmark your money for for gambling for poker, that's what you're going to do with it. Right. So that to me is a great trend and it happening just uh, you know a couple of months before uh, the WSOP. I think that's a very good sign for the numbers being up. Yeah, uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, but uh, I, I'm I'm fairly uh, bullish on this market, uh, so I, I, <laughs> I think it should be good. Uh, one rule that uh, the legislature here in Florida is uh, undertaking, the Paramutual uh, Wagering Division uh, put up uh, some new rules, and they haven't been approved yet, but they want to try to restrict these uh, three-card poker games that a lot of the rooms have. Uh, Ultimate Hold'em, I think it's called, and also two-card poker, but uh, they're the... Uh, they're the player banked games that yeah. they kind of but it's not player banked. That's a lie because it's a company that comes in and you know puts the people in puts in the place. puts they they have to deposit you know I know in Dania they had to put up twenty five thousand 
which I don't think was the intent of this rule because, yeah. you know, in Vegas, player-designated games, you know, they come around, they go, would you like to be the bank? And you would put up a certain amount of money. So, you know, between that, people handling that, a company actually becoming a partner with the with the casino and the Hard Rock not wanting, wanting to have exclusivity to this, I I don't see how this is going to survive. To be honest, well, with you. this this is there's a huge thing that's happening here in Florida. I don't know if a lot of people have heard, but there there's actually uh, going to be a vote in November on the ballot that uh, uh, it's a proposed constitutional amendment, which would give voters really the say so of any ex- expansion of gambling instead of in the hands of these legislatures, legislators that have not been able to get anything done. It's just been a joke. Now the people will have these votes to decide if they want the uh, gambling. And I think, you know, that will open things up a lot in this state. Well, let me tell you something. I knew that there was a vote coming up. I didn't know it was this soon in November. And now that makes a lot of sense with what uh, the prefer- the law professor said, where he goes, the only thing that could have the, uh, in Florida, they they're hold the uh, the politicians' feet to the fire is that, that they this could be the last time that they get a chance to regulate this the way they want to before the people actually get a chance to say no this is how we want it and you have to you know you have to do it our way well all these things have been forced on people because uh the tribe has continued to make their payments in good faith uh while they disagreed with the way the state has handled these uh these uh player banked games uh you know they have kind of held in there and and uh, biding their time and getting the things that they need. So, uh, you know, all their building and different things uh, should be fine. But this rule uh, that that just came out by the parimutuel wagering that would take away those designated player games certainly will take away a huge amount of revenue. It's like $50 million a year, I think, uh, for the industry. For the parimutuels? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, they're making money on it because they're raking the game at a good percentage. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. Uh, again, uh, all these things uh, being talked about, and uh, I don't think you can count on anything right now. The way the uh, the national look at this uh, sports gambling and everything is going to affect the, so many things. So, uh, you know, we'll just have to wait and see. I think some I say things, that, but some of these things could get put on that back burner, as they say, absolutely. Uh, as the states try to figure out how to get sports book betting in. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, that's going to do it for our show. We'll uh, talk a little bit more about some of our predictions for the upcoming World Series of Poker and some of the things happening uh, out in Vegas this summer, all those different tournaments. Uh, again, Poker Go is a great uh, device. You can get it for 10 bucks a month and uh, watch a lot of great poker uh, on your computer, and uh, I certainly highly recommend that as well. That's going to do it for the show. Gio, thank you for all your uh, help as usual, getting us on the air, and Joe, thank you. Uh, we'll be back again next week we'll talk with a couple of authors of uh, interesting books that are coming out and we will also look ahead to what's happening over the next month all over the country but especially in Las Vegas thanks for being with us we'll catch you next week on another edition of the show the views and opinions of the hosts guests or callers are not necessarily those of the station its owners advertisers or agencies